1: Minneapolis-St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, fueled by Lucky's Station.
2: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Monday, a national day of mourning in Ethiopia. For all 157 victims of Sunday's crash of an Ethiopian Airlines plane shortly after takeoff from Addis Ababa. Government official James Macharia says nearly a quarter of the total passenger number were Kenyan nationals. Among the most affected, as you may expect, is Kenya, which had about 32 passengers on board out of the 149 passengers. That plane was en route to Nairobi. An administration official says President Trump will seek $8.6 billion in his new budget to build the U.S.-Mexico border wall. The request seems likely to set up another showdown with Congress, which has resisted giving him more money for his signature campaign promise. That would more than double the $8.1 billion already available. This is SRN News.
1: Mike Gallagher has had it with the mainstream media. One of
3: the things the media will not cover is... The rash of attacks that are taking place against Trump supporters, against people who wear MAGA hats. The media's role right now is so appalling. Don't pretend you're an objective journalist when you are in the tank for the Democrats.
1: The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio.
4: One more hour of the Northern
1: Alliance Radio Network coming up next year on The Patriot. The Freedom Fan Club is free to join at am1280thepatriot.com. This month, our book of the month is Hate Crime Hoax, How the Left is Selling a Fake Race War. It's by Wilford Riley and you're automatically entered to win that book when you join the Freedom Fan Club at am1280thepatriot.com. Lots of sunshine out there, near 30 for our high, down to 11 tonight, more sunshine for Monday. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities.
5: It's great to be back in Minnesota
1: today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Yeah! Now, here's your headline
4: act, Mitch school. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that says send us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. I'm in for Brad Carlson, who is off on assignment today. He's normally heard now from 1 to 3 p.m. every Sunday here on AM 1280, The Patriot. I'm normally heard Saturdays. Same time slot, 1 to 3 p.m. Uh, and, of course, our good friend King Banyan is heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessmen. We, uh, the three of us, are the Northern Alliance Radio Network, which are going into our 16th year, kicking off number 16, dominating Twin Cities Weekend Radio, which perforce means... Dominating Twin Cities Radio and really Upper Midwest Radio. When <laughs> You get right down to it. We we are sort of the dominant force. Uh, prove me wrong. 651-289-4488, the number to call, should you care to join me. We're also uh, found on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N show. That's Northern Alliance Radio Network show on Twitter. Operators standing by via both channels. Uh, We would love to have you tune in because frequently the audience's insights are really what make the show interesting. Anyway, uh, this broadcast has made for going on 16 years now a hobby of watching the foibles and peccadilloes of the American left. Uh, especially watching the way it uh, circles itself, uh, runs itself, into, lately especially, over the last, I don't know, since probably 2008, the way it uh, spins itself into circles of, of, of lunacy, trying to keep up with its its ever more extreme leftist offshoots that, sure enough, become the, the mainstream before too terribly long. I mean, if you had told us in 2008... 2010, that Phyllis Kahn would be vulnerable in 2016 to the likes of Ilhan Omar. Phyllis Kahn, who was first elected into office in 1972 and who was as close to bulletproof a figure in a Minnesota politics, perhaps American politics, as has ever been, I mean, a far left liberal uh, running in the West Bank of Minneapolis, perhaps one of the most uh, the, the most left of, socially and culturally left of center areas in the country, this side of Hate Ashbury, everyone would have said you were nuts if you would have ever said that Phyllis Kahn would be too far to the center for the West Bank. People would have gone out and sought a red flag protective order against you figured maybe someone who believes this kind of thing is probably a little too far out there to you know own a gun and yet here we are we're we're talking a democrat party that 20 years ago like most of co- the country opposed Said, okay. Well, we—I so, like should say—like much of the country said we support the right of a woman to choose abortion within limits. We want to keep it safe, rare, and legal. And oh, abortions towards the the end of the pregnancy to say are are rare and only done for massive emergencies. Oh, and by the way, all this talk about aborting babies after they're born is is just crazy talk. And they have gone from that to, uh literally advocating abortion after birth, meaning that by the definition they used to hold to up until a year or two ago, it has been born alive. It isn't actually a human being. I mean, I I knew my pro-choice uh, cho, friends 10 years ago who would say, well, it's not really a human until it's born. By which logic uh, a, a fetus in the 37th week of pregnancy uh, going on its way to a natural childbirth, is not a human yet, but a fetus delivered at 37 weeks via cesarean section is, born prematurely is. Remember, they're the party of science. Anyway, they've gone from that to, even after it's born, the point where we're used to say it's a fully formed human being worthy of all the protections of uh, of, of, of any human being, I mean, they are actively advocating for murder now, which shows that, in fact, for all of their yapping about conservatives, the Republican Party, the conservative movement becoming more conservative, quote, more extremist. It is they, in fact, who are becoming the extremists and, in fact, referencing to other people's extremism is, in fact, a classic example of Berg's seventh law. Indeed, we could call it projection. Oh, yes, we'll come back to that. So, really, I, years ago, probably in 2005, I originally wrote the original Berg's Seventh Law, the idea that, that when a liberal, uh, let's say a progressive, defames a conservative's actions, uh, morality, sense of right or wrong uh, on any action, it's there's a really good chance, almost... chance they're covering for some equal or much worse activity, thought, action, deed, proposal on their own part. For example, all of the yapping about the rise of the racist alt-right, which is largely being pushed by the media to create a racist alt-right to talk about, a stalking horse it's called, Uh, But anyway, is is that there to cover the fact that progressivism is fundamentally racist? That's even leaving out the likes of Ilhan Omar and her 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 anti-Semitism and the anti-Semitism of the likes of Rashida Tlaib and Al Sharpton and uh, and and uh, Louis Farrakhan, uh, up to whom progressives just cannot stop cuddling. But it's been interesting to look at the excuses that they make for her, for Ilhan Omar in particular in this case. Uh, Matt Continetti at National Review had a great piece about this this past week. Democratic parties organized around assertions of victimhood to intimidate their critics. Matt Continetti writes, I have a new hobby. It's collecting the excuses Democrats make for Ilhan Omar, the Minnesota Democratic Congresswoman who has an unhealthy fixation on Jewish influence, Jewish money, and Jewish loyalty. Omar has said that Israel, quote, hypnotized the world, end quote, ascribing to Jews the power of mind control in the service of manipulating public opinion. She said the only reason Congress supports Israel is Jewish campaign donations. And most recently, using the classic anti-Semitic trope of dual loyalty, she criticized supporters of Israel for having, quote, allegiance to a foreign power, end quote. A real treasure, Omar is. That's Matthew Continetti. I can't disagree. But, quote, a typical freshman congressman sees her mission as, forgive the expression, bringing home the bacon for her district. Not Ilhan Omar. Her project is to mainstream anti-Semitic rhetoric within the Democrat Party. Once upon a time, you'd have to visit the invaluable website of the Middle East Media Research Institute, memory, remember them? To hear this kind of tripe, now you just have to flip on C-SPAN. Oh, C-SPAN nothing. You open up the Washington Post, the New York Times. Anyway, and to continue with Matthew Continetti, Democrats are powerless to stop it. They're tripping over themselves, making rationalizations, dodging reality, and trying to clean up this anti-Semitic mess. Omar is new to... Here come the excuses, and I quote, Omar is new to this, they say. She never intended to come across as anti-Semitic. She can't help it. She comes from a different culture. She didn't know what she was saying. She's an idiot. She's just trying to start a conversation about Israel's government. The the great dodge of the bigot. I'm just, just asking questions. Wasn't that a South Park bit? When they were when Cartman was lampooning Glenn Beck, I'm just asking questions. Uh, fair for fair, fair, for fair for the goose, fair for the gander, I guess. Why are you singling her out? They say anyway, she's living through a lot of pain. She's a black woman, Muslim. You can't condemn her without also condemning white men of privilege. What are you Racist. Islamophobic, shame on you for picking on this poor woman who just happens to say that American Jews serve a foreign power by buying off politicians and using the force to blinker people's minds. Uh, To continue with Matthew Continetti briefly, uh, quote, before such, quote, arguments, end quote, they are really assertions of victimhood to intimidate critics. Nancy Pelosi shudders. She's supposed to be this iron lady returned to office after exile, Ruling her caucus with a vice like grip, but her hands are covered in palm olive. She spent the last weeks, uh, first weeks rather, of Congress doing little more than responding to the various inanities and insanities of Omar and Rashida Tlaib of uh, Michigan. Policy will condemn Omar one minute before appearing with her on the cover of Rolling Stone the next. She's lost a step. She can't hold her caucus together when Republicans call for motions to recommit on the House floor. The policies your candidates ran on in swing districts vanished under the solar-powered gaze of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's Green New Deal. We're not talking about covering pre-existing conditions. We're pledging to get rid of the world order once and for all and the scourges of air travel and cow flatulence. But the real point being here is the way that big left has taken these these. these unconscionable uh, statements started by trying to move the goalposts and then done the inevitable, deflecting, turning them, trying to turn them, reproject them back onto the people who have the temerity to catch her being a bigot, to catch her being an anti-Semite. It's not her fault. It's yours. Uh, we saw a little bit as a few weeks ago when uh, there was a wave of democrat representatives making really deeply stupid claims proposing really truly deeply misguided and and transparently dumb ideas for for dealing with uh, one level of policy or another and 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 there were areas where in many cases republicans are quite practiced and are backed up by exceptionally solid data in smacking these ideas down. Gun control being one of them, but only one of many. And we were accused of, what was it? Pouncing. Waiting for Democrats to say stupid things and pouncing on them. Like cats going after mice. Why, if it weren't for all this pouncing on stupid ideas, we could have quote, a conversation. You see, it's not the dumb idea's fault it's the pouncer's fault this ties in on a theme i've been hitting on for a while now and i'm going to talk about exactly why when we come back uh, 651-289-4488 the northern alliance radio network am 1280 the patriot go nowhere i'll be right back
3: All right, here's the great selling point of Relief Factor. Well, actually, the greatest selling point is that it works for the great majority of people who use it. But the big selling factor is really this. You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor without the negative side effects of ibuprofen. A couple of years ago, with great sciatic pain, I would take ibuprofen a lot, and it helped, but the side effects were so awful after a while that I, I just had to discontinue use. But that's not the problem with Relief Factor. So that's huge. So if you've been using any form of ibuprofen, now you don't have to with Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com, check out the pricing, and please give it a try because pain is pretty awful. Or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com.
1: That's 800-918-7169
3: So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune. But there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. INeedMoreHair.com.
0: Experience you can trust. Prices.
4: AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651 289 4488. Join me. Get motor running. on the highway. Hey, don't forget, if your kid's not excited about school or, heaven forbid, not thriving in school. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I mean, the, the public schools these days uh, are, are frequently, all too frequently, despite most teachers' best efforts, not really a place that's designed for an awful lot of children to thrive unless they just happen to be those rare kids who thrive on sitting in desks and and marching around to schedule. Anyway, you have options. It's not too late to have them grow, especially in a Christ-focused private school. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com today and see all of our partner schools. You can get half off your first year's enrollment for a new student Just visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com for a complete list of participating schools. Do it while you can. The kids aren't kids forever. Trust me. 651-289-4488, the number to call. We're talking about uh, the statements made by not just Ilhan Omar. Oh, she is in particular a gift that keeps on giving. And And by gift, I mean endless She's sort of the, the 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 rhetorical intellectual equivalent of Gerald Ford golfing or climbing off an airplane. I mean, it, it's always something with Representative Omar. And if your response to that is, "Oh, you're just a racist. You don't understand. She's a woman of color and a Muslim and, and a refugee." And no, they're unlike most Americans. And and like Representative Omar, by the way, I've actually had to try and get by in a foreign language. I know that operating in a language and culture outside your own does, in fact, offer pitfalls. If you don't think Representative Omar has had the notion of what anti-Semitism is to mainstream America, especially to mainstream Jews, even within her own party, I, I think you have rather less faith in the rest of society and more in Representative Omar, then you might want to try. But let's not even talk about, about her anti-Semitism. Let's just talk about, with sort of a nod back to our first hour, uh, just some of the things she says on on purely— uh, on, on not on on uh, topics related to, to Judaism and the state of Israel— I mean, this is one of the ones I like to throw out there to all progressives who still yip and squawk about the idea that conservatives as a group are still looking for Barack Obama's birth certificate. Now, I remember hearing about the whole, where's his birth certificate thing? Probably in 2009. I, I, think, I think, in fact, it, may, it came up. Uh, well, it did come up during the primaries in 2008 because Hillary Clinton's campaign brought it up. It was it was Democrat. It was originally a Democrat smear against Barack Obama that he was actually born in Kenya. Now, I know some of you out there say, well, he was whatever. Bring the proof. No, I mean, real proof, not some website, not some Facebook page, not some Alex Jones piece. And and let's just say, by the way, hypothetically, that you're right. Let's just say you do find the smoking uh, gun that proves that Barack Obama was born in Kenya and was never eligible to be president. So what? I mean, at this point, to to quote Hillary Clinton, what difference does it make at this point? He's out of office. He can't run for president again. He, he's he's done. His political career, at least as anything but a nagging scold, is over. And, and by the way, he's moved on to that career with bells on, as has his wife, Michelle you seen what she's chart? By the way, she's appearing at the Xcel Energy Center coming up. I didn't know this until yesterday. Michelle Obama is doing an appearance at uh, the Xcel Energy Center. And it's nearly sold out. Last I checked, there's under 40 tickets available in a venue that holds 17,000, 18,000 people. So it's, uh, they're selling like hotcakes. And the crummy tickets right now are running for close to 200 bucks. Two hundred bucks to see Michelle Obama speak. I I know if you're a progressive, if you're a DFLer, you could look at her and see a hero. Heck, I I'm not going to tell you where to spend your money. I'm just saying, way to open it up to the poor there, Michelle. This is this is how the Obamas are going to be paying the bills, making ends meet now that they're out of office. I, I'm hey, I'm all for the free market. Clearly. The free market supports this activity because at uh, upwards of two hundred dollars a seat, they're down to uh, a few left here and there. Obstructive view and nosebleed seats or the ever popular obstructed view nosebleed seat. Uh, So this is where they're at. Anyway, slight digression there. Let's just say Barack Obama is, in fact, a Kenyan native and that he has been laughing at us all these years, and that he put it over on all of us, and that Alex Jones was right all along. It doesn't matter. He's out of office. What are you going to do? Get a mulligan on eight years of governance? (laughs) How do you do that? I mean, we've gone from Alex Jones territory to, to George Nouri territory here, the supernatural. Redoing eight years. You need a time machine. It won't happen, so... Anyway, but there it's they it's a gift that keeps on giving for some progressives because they still think that conservatives at large, for the most part, are birthers still. Barack Obama's out of office. But I have to think they're 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 making a bit of a mistake in so doing, because, of course, they've got their own. I, I mean, you've heard Ilhan Omar talk about Jews. Let's get outside of ancient blood libels for a moment here and look at her Rolling Stone interview where she was basically uh, crowned as a superstar in recent weeks here on the cover of the Rolling Stone as Dr. Hook of the medicine show would say, uh, quote, by the way, no Jews will be mentioned in this tweet. She, she mentioned on Twitter, uh, this past Monday, I believe, uh, "Quote: I believe that impeachment is inevitable. I, by the way, that's standard issue rhetoric for Democrats these days. They've been promising impeachment for two years. Uh, The base is demanding impeachment. I, for one, am looking forward to them trying. It'll be glorious. Uh, It'll it'll guarantee, for better or worse, Donald Trump another four years of the presidency. I'm here to tell you. But anyway, back to the top of the of the tweet. Quote: I believe that impeachment is inevitable." It is also a, a terrifying notion. Nations struggle. Oh, by the way, it is also a terrifying notion. Uh, well, it, not if you're an American if you believe in the in the checks and balances and pro- due process enabled, uh, guaranteed by our Constitution, where changing out a leader doesn't have to be a violent process. We haven't had a coup. Uh, recent FBI activities notwithstanding, we really haven't had, there have been a few vague attempts at perhaps violent overthrow. During the Civil War, there was some talk on the part of Union General Joseph Hooker of uh, tossing Abraham Lincoln from office and installing a military tribunal to uh, hold office until they could have another election. But it doesn't have to be a terrifying notion, merely a daunting and uh, potentially time-wasting notion. Well, anyway, Ilhan Omar doesn't understand the Constitution. She's a progressive. Notify the media. Anyway, I'll start over again. Quote, I believe that impeachment is inevitable. Feeding the base. It is also a terrifying notion. Woman who doesn't get the Constitution. I quote, Nations struggle any time they overthrow a dictator, and Trump really has the markings of a dictator. Now, I I realize that in calling out a woman of color not born in the United States, I'm violating three tenets of intersectionality, but I don't care. This is lunacy. This is the sort of thing that, uh, that that is every bit as laughable and yet still disgusting as the whole Bertha thing. Even let's assume the Bertha thing is a fiction and a fraud, and I do. This <laughs> is the same thing, and and yes, I am pouncing on her because it is proof that the woman is is well at best. I'm not going to say not for fit fit for office. In fact, I hope she serves out her entire term and gets uh, uh, her survives her primary attempt that is no doubt brewing in the 5th CD right now and is reelected and serves a long career in Congress. Not because I want all my friends in the 5th congressional district to be represented by a racist bobblehead uh who who traffics in deeply stupid, bigoted and misguided inflammatory tripe about the president but because she is a gift that just keeps on giving to conservatives and i'm sorry that your representative in minneapolis is this but uh, all my republican friends in the fifth congressional district but as long as this person is the poster child for modern progressivism you're going to have a united states of america that is going to look and say wow this is our best interests. This, these are those best interests we've been torn. Uh, talking about a woman who recites, apparently, dis- uh, completely ingenuously and with a straight face, ancient blood libels against the Jews, and uh, the latest straight rip from Sink Iger's headlines, uh, or, 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 or I don't know, Rachel Maddow headlines about about what a dictator Donald Trump is, even though he's. Operating with less of this sort of thing that than his predecessor did. Oh, she's on the cover of Rolling Stone. She must be a superstar. We'll be right back.
5: Hey, it's Lee Michaels here along with our general manager, Nick Anderson. We're highlighting our March Mayhem event. March Mayhem? March Mayhem. <laughs> this is a great deal. This is the first time we've ever done this. It is. It's giving you an opportunity, if you're a business owner, a non, uh, somebody who runs a nonprofit, to take advantage and really grow your business.
7: Yeah, and this is a really cool package. It's a $2,500 advertising package, regularly priced $4,000. So it's $1,500 off. And here's what you get you get access to 50,000 of your best prospects, contact names of your best prospects. Plus, ready? Plus, you get 25 radio commercials here to use in the month of March. And once the snow melts, it is going to be Home Improvement Central. So if you're a home improvement company, now is the time to take advantage of this sale. Yeah. And how do they take advantage of this? You have to be in the queue. We only have 10 of these packages. We've already sold one. So we have nine remaining. Here's how you get in the queue. You call our March Mayhem Hotline, 651-289-4444. 651-289-4444. We have to get you in the queue so we can keep track of it. But you leave your name, your number on the voicemail, and we'll get back to you.
5: And the neat thing is about this, too, we're going to help you through this whole thing. We'll provide the contacts. We're going to help you develop the campaign execute the campaign, write, produce the commercials, get everything done, basically turnkey.
7: This is very turnkey. You know what? We work with a lot of small and medium-sized businesses. We know you have to work on your business, and you have to make money. Let us do the heavy lifting. Come and try us.
5: The best way to do it, March Mayhem Hotline, 651-289-4444, 651-289-4444. We'll get right back to you Get you in the queue And take advantage of this great offer It's our March Mayhem event 651-289-4444 Hey, it's Lee Michaels here With one of the newest members To the Patriot family So proud to be associated With the Mike Murphy team With EXP Realty And with us is Sharon Murphy So great to have you here, Sharon
8: Well, thanks, Lee We're excited to work with the Patriot And your listeners
5: So tell us What makes EXP Realty so different?
8: Well, eXp is a cloud-based brokerage. We like to call it the future of real estate. A lot of people get frustrated with the gimmicks and over-promises of many other real estate agents. Who can blame them? We pride ourselves on being different. No gimmicks, just great service. When you call our number, you'll speak to me or my husband, Mike, not an inexperienced team member.
5: That's great. So how do we get a hold of you?
8: Give us a call at 651-216-7870 or go to MikeMurphyTeam.com.
5: So if you're thinking of selling your home, check out Mike Murphy Team with EXP Realty. 651-216-7870 or online at MikeMurphyTeam.com. AM
4: 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. I'm Mitch Berg, in for Brad Carlson. He'll be back next week. He's off on assignment. I, of course, will be back next Saturday uh, afternoon, 1 day o'clock day till day 3 and o'clock. Go the track. Hey, don't forget, uh, you can listen to your favorite Patriot hosts and shows like Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, Michael uh, Sebastian Gorka, and the Northern Alliance, of course, uh, hands-free on your Amazon smart speaker. Just tune in uh, with your spot, your Dot, your echo, whatever, any device you want, by saying, Enable the Patriot Minneapolis. You only have to do this the very first time you tune in. After that, just say "Play the Patriot, Minneapolis" to stream in high quality. Check out the simple how-to video on our website, AM1280ThePatriot.com. Use the keyword Alexa. I have not done this yet. I should give it a try. Although I do, uh, I have uh, made up a couple of welcome messages, as I recall, for some of. Uh, you Alexa clients out there, so you will, you will get a special welcome from Brad and I, if you, uh, among other people, I believe, if you tune in uh, via Alexa. Anyway, before the break, and I want to wrap this up because I'm running way after my own schedule here today, as, well, usual, is this. Ilhan Omar or Rashida Tlaib or uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez say dumb things. Now, they are women who, in various degrees, have hit the intersectional jackpot, being A, women – B, women of some form of color or another, uh, and uh, progressives, of course. Uh, if any of them had managed to be gay, it would have been a triple uh, play of of intersectionality, and they'd be thus completely untouchable, but provided you care, which I do not. Uh, so calling them out for saying things that are ill-advised, ill-researched, not good policy, or just plain stupid and racist and bigoted, uh, you can't do because uh, you're a, either you're pouncing or you are uh, a bigot and a racist for calling out uh, people who are uh, farther up the intersectional food chain than you are. And, of course, Democrats can't do anything about it because, as uh, Matt Continity points out, uh, they are beholden to the people for whom intersectionality is king. It is what they built their last campaign around. It is what they built their 2018 midterm campaign around, around intersectionality, around identity politics. You dance with the one that brung you, ideally, or for that matter, uh, they have unleashed a power they can't control. One of the two. But this ties into a theme I've been talking about on this broadcast for a good solid year now, and that is when you see Democrats responding to perfectly legitimate criticism of perfectly illegitimate thought like Ilhan Omar's which as we talked about on the show yesterday is uh, could potentially be referred to as legitimate criticism of the state of Israel except that it's not going to change if they give uh if Israel turns around and gives them ex- gives the Palestinians exactly what they want because guess what it's been tried I spent some time on this in the show yesterday uh Israel uh, under Ehud Barak, uh, far, uh, by Israeli standards, left-wing uh, Labor Party leader, basically practiced a policy of complete accommodation and meeting the Palestinians halfway and was about as liberal as you could hope for in, with, in a small L sense of the term. And he got walked all over and led to the election of Benjamin Netanyahu uh, with a hard-line response because the, the, the carrot didn't work. But guess what? The left's anti-Semitism didn't stop for a moment. And either will Ilhan Omar's if Benjamin Netanyahu is followed by a a progressive, a liberal, someone who gives away the store, as it were, if they tear down the wall and go for a one-state solution. Don't matter. They'll still be repeating the same blood libels every last one of them. Because it's not about the state of Israel. It's about Judaism. It's about the fact that they survived And that they have that. They're there in the first place, at any rate. uh, Let's go to the phones in St. Louis Park. Mark, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Mitch, thanks. Thanks very much. Another great show. Um, Well, I belong to a synagogue. I'm not going to mention which one, who many of the members uh, view her comments as, quote, unfortunate or misinformed.
6: Mm hmm.
1: Uh, there are some in, the, in my synagogue who says, well, well, she'll probably be primary. And I said, she probably will. It's the 5th district. It's made up of immigrants,
4: minorities, refugees, white liberals, and the University of Minnesota. She'll probably get primary by by someone from Al-Shabaab. She right. might be the moderate in the
1: district. <laughs> I don't hang up and listen.
4: No, you're exactly right. And, and this is, uh, by the way, a, a topic I had on the show yesterday and will no doubt have uh, again, I mean, it's it's been sort of a hovering on the edge of, of of the the topic today, and that is, the Democratic Party is moving so hard to the left. I discussed this briefly yesterday. I, I I've I I have had conversations with people who either are or have had conversations with uh, Democrat politicians in places like St. Paul, like the East Side of St. Paul, like Battle Creek, like uh, some of the inner suburbs. People who like Phyllis Kahn were considered hard left in the 1990s and the 2000s, and even the early 2010s, who are suddenly towards the middle, who are who are suddenly the mainstream, and perhaps a little to the right, or huh, not the right, the center of the mainstream of the of the DFL in the metro area. And so is Ilhan Omar likely to be primaried from the left well she it's not hard to do. Ray Dane might well be to her left, and she would and Ray Dane would very much love that that seat in terms of policies. Ray dane in minneapolis uh could easily throw his hat in the wing, ring for the primary now he's a white male, and so the Virtue signaling uh, of the uh, Minneapolis DFL, the fifth district DFL uh, will will lose him a few points there, uh, but he is a white male drug addict, so perhaps the drug addict American community will will bring out its uh round of progr- uh, its own round of intersectionality identity politics and and basically face off with the uh the addicts uh, against the women of color. I mean, it could happen. And I say this as a joke. I say this as, I'll be honest, mockery of the Democrat Party in the 5th Congressional District. But it's verging on becoming Berg's 21st law. Today's mockery is tomorrow's DFL. I may have to put that down because that is a solid candidate to be the next Berg's Law. Uh, what is it? What are you talking about, Berg's Law? Absolute ironclad laws of political behavior that I've observed in in uh, seventeen years of blogging. Yes, more about that. I should probably do an entire show on uh, Berg's Law one of these days because you know I wrote them as a joke. And yet here they are, absolute ironclad empirical reality. Hey, wait, that just sounds like Berg's 21st law right there. Connect the dots, people. Anyway, this ties into a theme, by the way, as I was going to mention before Mark uh, called in with, as always, an excellent call, uh, that... uh, This behavior, this this idea of turning criticism around into some violation of intersectionality that can be portrayed as racist, sexist, misogynistic, what are the usual uh, adjectives. You know what I'm talking about here. This leads back to a theme that I've had for about a a year now. And it it ties back to uh, an article that I have highlighted on this broadcast twice in the past. Uh, a piece called 20 Diversion Tactics, Highly Manipulative Narcissists, Sociopaths, and Psychopaths Used to Silence You. Emphasis on To Silence You by Shahida Arabi it appeared in the uh, magazine Thought Catalog, uh, gosh, a year ago? It's only been a year. Uh, it was updated a year ago. It's been around for a couple of years now. It's listed as a deep dive into understanding the narcissistic, sociopathic, psychopathic, and other antisocial personality types. It's an article about psychology. And if you've had to deal with uh, malignant narcissists in your life, paranoid narcissists, all the other various personality disorders, it has direct impact on how you respond cognitively to this sort of abusive, dysfunctional behavior. But it has a political component to it here, and you're seeing that uh, because it's my contention. It has been my contention for some time that as you look at these manifestations of narcissistic personality disorder, what you're seeing is a political movement, progressivism, that is in fact – it's kind of interesting. Michael Savage – The absolutely non-subtle talk show host that used to be uh, used to grace these airwaves uh, 10, 15 years ago, Uh, a man who was about as subtle as being run over by a bulldozer, had a book in his traditional subtle style entitled Liberalism is a Mental Disorder. Or Liberalism is a Mental Illness. I mean, he doesn't beat around the bush. Michael Savage Uh, never did. That's not his style. Uh, and, and it, of course, it was an inflammatory bit of rhetoric. And I'm not saying this to be in the least bit inflammatory. I am putting these ideas that these, these tactics for dealing with narcissistic personality disorder with, with individuals, coworkers, management, significant others, family members that have these disorders uh, is something that you do as a matter of your own emotional, mental, and, and let's be honest, political survival. So I'm not saying this to be in the least bit inflammatory, but if the shoe fits, well, what, two of the things that pop up on this list of 20 tactics for co- dealing, coping with this personality disorder, which I believe we're seeing, is, well, number one, projection. A sheer sign of toxicity is when a person is unwilling to see their own shortcomings and basically projects their shortcomings onto you. What's the best way to to deflect away from being called a bigot, call someone else a bigot. Another one is, is number three, word salad. Malignant narcissists use the the idea of word salad, circular conversations, ad hominem arguments, projection and gaslighting. In other words, telling you what you really think to disorient you and get you off your track. You call Rashida Taleb, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, racist, bigots, not very smart. Well, they will dodge away from that, deflect away from that by saying, oh, well, what you really are is a racist and a bigot and a misogynist. It's like, no, no, you're throwing out labels, personal attacks to go away from the the factual, logical, philosophical uh, attack I have just made on your point of view. Respond with the facts? No, we're going to respond by calling you a horrible name. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280 the Patriot.
2: You're the worst when you convert, just a big mouth
1: clown.
9: You talk when you're awake, I heard
1: you talk when
9: you sleep. AM
1: 1280, The Patriot.
9: Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, I'm Alyssa with The Patriot, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for over eight years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of our partner schools. It's that simple. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Have you experienced anxiety, fear, shame and
6: embarrassment from owing back taxes? Hi, I'm Kathy Hill, founder of Tax Tiger. If you happen to have unpaid or unfiled taxes, I'm here to offer you some hope. Tax Tiger can protect you from the IRS, release wage and bank levies and negotiate awesome settlements. Above all, Tax Tiger is a company which operates based on Christian principles. If you have an IRS problem, call us today at 612-888-9522 for a free consultation. You can Trust Tax Tiger to provide an honest evaluation of your situation. If we can save you money, we'll explain how and answer all of your questions so you'll know exactly where you stand. Call Tax Tiger today at 612 888 9522. You could be closer to financial freedom than you think, and you need a tiger on your side. That number again is 612 888 9522, or visit us online at taxtiger.com.
1: Call AIG Direct right now for a free no obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1 800 458 3263. That's 1 800 458 3263.
4: 1 800 458 3263. Welcome back, to Twin Cities and World. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. 651 289 4488, the number to call. Do we still have time to get you on the air? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can do it. We can do that. Uh, by all means, uh, tune in. We'd love to, love to have you here. 651 289 4488. Of course, you can hear us on podcasts starting around. Uh, if there's any portion of the broadcast you need to, uh, to, uh, to, 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 catch up back up on, you want to hear again, go check out the podcast page at, 6, at uh, am1280thepatriot.com uh, slash podcasts, And you can go up there and listen to uh, anything you want, anytime you want, and uh, at your own leisure, at your whatever leisure you actually have. So uh, by all means do it. By the way, uh, I, I haven't talked about this much. In fact, I, my schedule for this broadcast today is all over the place. But, uh, of course, last week, as I, we talked about, uh, on the broadcast last week, we had the, uh, House Judiciary <clears throat> Division hearings this past week. Now, these are further hearings at the, uh, State House regarding the, the two bills that the House, uh, the DFL majority in the House is trying to drive, uh, into law. Now, the, these hearings, by the way, I mean, they are pure political theater and that is not, Uh, any taking uh, anything away from them political theater counts uh what we are doing is getting people out there uh, in biblical numbers to show up at these hearings to wave the flag to wear the to wear the t-shirts to testify as applicable and to touch base with their legislators and by the way in person is one part of it emailing phoning their legislators to let them know that these the two bills the red flag gun confiscation orders and the universal registration bills aren't acceptable. And while they may have been paid a lot of good money by Michael Bloomberg in every town and Moms Want Action, they are, in fact, voting against what the majority of Minnesotans truly consider to be their best interest. And by the way, they could jabber away their, 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 their surveys that say 90 percent of Minnesotans want Background checks. It's a garbage survey. It's a, a self-selecting report, self sampling of poll takers in an online poll by a uh, newspaper of, that, that is overwhelmingly overrepresented in the metro area. It's not a valid poll. 90% of Minnesotans don't favor uh, universal registration. They don't. They'll just keep responding to this. i uh, mean, not responding, but uh, repeating it. Because, well, there was there was a certain German leader who said the key to uh, key was repeating a big lie often enough for people to uh, believe it. Actually, it wasn't a German leader; it's it's misattributed to him, but it's the same basic idea. Uh, the best way to get people to believe something that isn't true is to keep acting like it is and and never stop saying it, which is what they do. But we. But this is an amazing thing to watch. I talked about this briefly yesterday on the broadcast, and I just want to say this: that we had a couple great testifiers. The standout was a, a fellow named Reverend Tim Christopher uh, of the uh, Berean Baptist uh, Berean Missionary Baptist Church in North Minneapolis, uh, deep in the heart of the free fire zone in, in North Minneapolis, and he, he's a. I talked with him yesterday, by the way. He's a Democrat, voted straight-ticket Democrat in the last election, pr- pretty much always does. And yet, he's also a gun owner. And he mentioned in his testimony that uh, he's, he's a shooter. He's got one of those ugly Black Army rifles that everyone's yapping about. But he called out the DFL majority, his party, mind you, statement against interest. And basically, said, you know, everything you're talking about is complete tripe. Uh, he put it better. Uh, I see some of the people, uh, he just basically said, these bills do nothing to stop the carnage in North Minneapolis. These young people of color who are being gunned down in North Minneapolis. And by the way, one third, one out of every three homicides in Minnesota takes place in those two zip codes in North Minneapolis. That's where the carnage is. Uh, literally 30 homicides in 2015, and that rate isn't slowing down one bit. That is where the violence is in Minnesota. The vast majority, uh, not the vast majority of the violence, but an incredibly disproportionate part of it. The homicide rate in North Minneapolis is 50. Count them 50. Count them 50 times the homicide rate for the rest of the state of Minnesota. Actually, no. It's 100 times the rate of the rest of Minnesota if you leave out North Minneapolis. Anyway, he pointed out something that everyone with an eye for statistics and an ear for logic could have told you. These bills will do nothing. In fact, my favorite quote, and I posted this at info under the uh, title uh, quoted from his testimony, quote, these bills don't do nothing, end quote. Uh, this is my favorite quote, quote, I see some of the people with unarmed and unafraid on their shirts, a button, by the way, that the Protect Minnesota uh, Lily White mommies from the Burbs have been handing out to its uh, its supporters, uh, and I quote: "I'd love to see them stand in the parking lot of my church on a Friday night. Oh, I'd love to! I put it out myself. You never see the Dreamsickles holding their protests in, uh, in on on Broadway in Lindale. You never will. You find them in parks in Egan and and down." Down by the Whitney Hotel, by the Stone Arch Bridge, in the middle of of, of gentrified town in in, in downtown Minneapolis. You don't see him on Dayton's Bluff. You don't see him on the north side. Oh, he lit them up. He beat them like a bongo drum. (laughs) It was a glorious thing to behold. And I'm here to announce that if all goes according to plan, he is scheduled to appear On this broadcast at 2 o'clock Saturday uh, afternoon, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, Reverend Tim Christopher, uh, who just came off of a great appearance on Fox and Friends yesterday, uh, as my understanding, is going to be on the Northern Alliance next Saturday at 2 o'clock, if all goes according to plan. I'll keep you posted. So, by the way, speaking of according to plans, one of the things you don't plan on is people you know meeting violent, untimely deaths uh, it's interesting. I work in IT. I work with a lot of South Asians, uh, men and w- largely women from India. And it's interesting. Uh, in the world of high technology, uh, it, it, in America, it's usually the military spouse that spends half their lives overseas. And the, the spouse who works in the world of business stays in America. In India, it's the opposite. The, the The spouse that's in the military is at home guarding the borders against Pakistan and China while the spouse that works for a big IT consulting company spends much of their life here in the United States or in Germany or Japan or wherever. Well, one of those couples uh, crossed my attention span as I was following news about the uh, violence on the Pakistani border. Uh, husband of a colleague, of, a former colleague of mine, uh, Indian Air Force Wing Commander Sahil Gandhi, uh, who was a member of the Indian equivalent of the Thunderbirds, was killed in a rehearsal for an exhibition Uh, Last week Uh, I say this both to point out That the military life is always dangerous That you never know When the fickle finger of fate is going to Strike out As my condolences to the Gandhi family I appreciate that, thank you uh, For everything you brought to everyone's life In your country and ours Thanks for tuning in, Brad will be back next week See you all, God bless you all God bless America
1: If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please call this toll-free number right now, 800-390-9528. That's 800-390-9528. By calling your addiction team, you're taking the first steps to recovery. The help you need could be one call away, 800-390-9528. Make the free call now, 800-390-9528. Your addiction team is a third-party advertiser for various treatment centers and placement networks. Individual results will vary. Visit youraddictionteam.com forward slash turns for more information.
8: the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts wow one one to eight eight nine eight eight at four imprint. We make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items with our 100% guarantee. It'll be right the first time on time. Every time your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to (laughs) 88988. please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro Life Across America is non political and totally educational.
3: A baby's heart is beating 18
6: days from conception. Pro Across America, the billboard people. AM
0: 1280, The Patriot is WWE